Okay. Theoretically, we should be live. I like the All right. Good. Yeah. I hear it. It looks like it. Yeah, I see us. I see determining quality, which is why I said theoretically. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's fair. Well, I mean, it's it's on the stream, so... That's good. We are live. Confirmed. Right, Sean, you're looking Sorry, bright. <laughs> I'm looking bright. Yeah, I don't know, man. Finally, the, sun, weird. the sun's just landing in his house. We had to. S- no, it's not, man. It's so it's so cold over here. Yeah, I guess compared are, is it to you, super it's rainy not there. Cold. Is, like I it's, heard, you guys got like tons of rain. Uh, we got yeah, we got some rain, but it's it's more just weirdly cold. Uh, we got hail for like a split second. Whoa! It was like a <laughs> solid like one minute of hail, which was super interesting to see down here. Um, nice. And when I say cold, it's like you know it's in quotations. It's cold for here, but like we got down to like three. I, I mean, that's pretty cold for there, yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. But I know you guys are like, feels like minus 40 and all this other nonsense. Uh, uh, today, I think, online. was not as bad. But yeah, generally, I think just y- over the last yesterday. Mm hmm. Right on. Yep. So, what you guys have been up to? It's been a week. Uh, <laughs> Fuck all. <laughs> doing all right, I guess. Just staying away from the polar vortex as much as possible. That thick vortex. Too much vortex. Yeah, man. Yeah, going out in the minus 30 sucked. Did you? Like, what did you have to go do? We we ran errands. Uh, we're uh, So there's, a, there's like a new YMCA in town. It's like the biggest one in Canada. Wait, so we went what? To go check. <laughs> yeah, so Calgary has the biggest YMCA in Canada. So we went to go check it out. And like, it, it's, it, I think it lives up to that. It's pretty big. What'd you do there? Like, go to the gym? Well, we we got like a YMCA membership because we hadn't had one before. Okay. For, so, what are you are you using it for? Like a gym or for yeah, gym what? and gym okay. and swimming and stuff. Because like okay. I, but the the swimming pool area doesn't open until next month. So mm. damn. Then why didn't you wait a month? That's a waste of a month. Because there's other things to do at the Y. Okay. All right. Young man, don't you let yourself <laughs> down. I, I said was waiting. Yeah, I was waiting. I for couldn't it. remember the lyrics. <laughs> all right well what this about, is the top down respect what about you guys just know okay fine <laughs> i'm the only one who lived my life this week apparently yeah i did fuck all you bought dude. a gym membership <laughs> that that is a part of life sean okay well it good. goes it goes go to school get an education buy a gym membership then never use it all right <laughs> Wow. All I right. use my gym membership every single day. For the record. I can believe that. Yeah. Uh, nothing else new really is going on down here. This weekend, I have a Quidditch tournament in Sacramento, so I'll be away. So that's exciting. It's regionals. Okay. Uh, cool. My team is probably going to get destroyed. Oh. And it's also supposed to be okay. cold. So it's just going to be... Because that part's going to suck, but my team rented a huge Airbnb with a hot tub. So that'll be fun to hang out in and, you know, hang out with friends and stuff. Yeah. Cool. That's my gym. That's uh, that's my uh, weekend. Um, Paul, you got anything to say before we start the show for real? Nah. Okay. Top down perspective <laughs> for February 7th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what was that? 
cat. Sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it was revenge. <laughs> Actually, I do have one thing to add. Yeah. My neighbor is currently filming a music video in his living room. So okay. they keep jumping around and yelling. Nice. All right. Yeah. Hopefully that every like every last. like three days when I walk home, I see that they're filming a music video. Cool. So that's my love. Uh, my luck. My life. That's what I was trying to say. All right. Uh, John, what have you been playing? Kingdom Hearts 3. It's a game. <laughs> All right. Continuing on. Getting better, getting worse. So I'm so conflicted while playing this because, like, they did some gameplay tweaks that I actually kind of like. Like some of the worlds, they they theme them pretty strong, and uh, they change the gameplay I would accordingly. Hope so. It's been thirteen years. Yeah, like, games have evolved, but like somehow the plot has gotten worse. If that makes sense. Great. Okay. So like uh, the running comment I've had since I've been playing through this is why is everyone an idiot except Goofy? Goofy is the smartest person in the entire story. Oh, no. Isn't Goofy dead or something? Or he dies? No. I thought that was the joke, is Goofy's dead. That's like a bit that happens in the second game. Oh. But he, so he's, did he come back to life? Yeah, like three minutes later. Okay. He has like a concussion or something. Okay, so he was never dead. No. But oh, like, okay. they all think he's dead, so then they get serious. And then my, my favorite <clears throat> line that's uttered in Kingdom Hearts gets said. It's just Mickey Mouse saying, they'll pay for this. Oh, yeah, it's, it's like it's Goofy. like my favorite scene because it's so stupid. But uh, <laughs> no, like I said, the gameplay is kind of cool. Like one of the worlds, I, I don't know how much we can discuss because I'm not sure what worlds people do and don't know about. I guess uh, we can, can you men- say like say- the third world or something. Uh, you can do them sort of out of order. I guess like the seventh world, I think, is what it is. I fuck it. It was in the E3 trailer. I can talk about this. the uh, The pirates world. Okay. In, oh, that's been in, in tons Kingdom of Hearts. Trailers. Yeah, the pirates world in Kingdom Hearts three. You j- you straight up do sea battles with boats. Like you control a ship and then fight a bunch of boats with cannons. And it's actually pretty fun. Like little changes like that are real good. Okay. If you're looking for like ship combat, there's probably way better games that do that. Oh yeah, like there's the, a lot the of ship them now. combat area in Kingdom Hearts three mm-hmm. does not last as long as say Assassin's Creed four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm saying if you if you need more boat. In your life, there are other games for that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. How's the frozen uh, area? Ha ha ha, fuck that area. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. No, so, the, like, the gameplay's fine, but, like, the problem with the frozen area is that... God, I can't even talk about this without actually spoiling it. Um, oh, okay. Let's just say that, there's a lot of backtracking. Really let's, oh, uh, let's just say there's a lot of backtracking in that one world. Okay. Do they sing Let It Go? Do you want me to actually answer that question? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Straight up. I really up. like how Cloak and Dagger Straight that up. was. That was really <laughs> I was just like, I don't, that's not gonna, is that, I was cur- I was confused because I was like, it's, this is a yes or no question. How could this spoil something for me? Like, they literally have a music <clears throat> video. Like, it, like, oh. it's straight up a music video of her singing Let It Go and like Sora, Donald and Goofy are just kind of there in certain shots and going like, oh, 
what? Ah, ah, like that. That's pretty much what happened. And you're really selling me is on there, this. Is game. there other music video moments? Because Disney's often has musicals, or is it just Let It Go? Uh, both songs from that movie are in there. Uh, do you want to build a snowman's also there? Okay. I mean, like, what is there like a Hercules song? Uh, I think I think song? that's the only like musical in the game period. <clears throat> is the Frozen stuff? Yeah, which makes sense. I feel like that's the thing it's best known for. Well, but I could also argue that like the Lion King has some great songs. Oh yeah, most of those movies have great songs, but uh, yeah, very few of saying. them are so, in like, the Kingdom Hearts games. It, okay, yeah. So I feel it's weird that Frozen is the only one where they're like, this music's important. Nope. I don't know, man. I'm I we're so close to the end at this point. We just gotta get through it. Cause I wanna see where the story actually goes. So you're in that camp now where it's like, I just want this to be done. <laughs> Like, not necessarily in like the negative way but like i'm just what the, like, i want to know like where we where i are in the plot it's just like what what is what's gonna happen next what the fuck gotcha. i mean there's probably gonna be some kind of cliffhanger so they can continue right probably i, would so. I wouldn't be surprised if there was just like a cliffhanger ending so there could be kingdom hearts four right i mean this game's making a ton of money and it gets people excited in ways few video games can Mm-hmm. My, so, I, I do have gripes about the game though as someone who's played through 1, 2, and 3 fairly recently uh, the worlds are almost excruciatingly it's just too much long. Kingdom Hearts, don't no. do it <laughs> the, no, the worlds are, ex- well also that uh, the worlds are excruciatingly long okay like, uh, like 1 or 2 are pretty short uh, in the game but like most of them are like really long that do they just kind of overstay their welcome Okay, so you would have preferred more worlds being there shorter. Yeah, more worlds a little bit shorter. I think I actually kind of liked what Kingdom Hearts 2 did, where it was like, you do a main story when you get to the world, and then you go to other worlds, and eventually you have to come back to do more stories. But they're sort of, they're semi-optional. I don't know. I mean, I, this could have just been like a budget thing where there's like, you know, we ha- we built this world. We're going to use it as opposed to having I, to build two worlds. And I mean, here's the other thing, like the Kingdom Hearts one and two I played were both final mixes. So they added extra content for all I know, like they're planning a final mix for this eventually. And that'll add like extra stuff that feels lacking. Probably. Or, you know, three point four. Oh, God, don't even. Don't even joke those have that. to be do coming, it. right? They'll do it. They'll do it. Those that's have the worst to be coming. There's no way that's not happening. Uh, this yeah, game is making wrong. so much money. I mean, yeah, it's it's shipped over five million copies. <laughs> yep, and it's been out for a week, but that's that's pretty fucking good. So, like I said last week, that girl bought my PlayStation Four just because she wanted to play Kingdom Hearts Three. Like, what other? That's a system seller right there. Of course, they're making more Kingdom Hearts games. Playing anything else? Uh, what did I write down? Oh yeah, Bangayo. Uh, so my game clearing mission this year, I'm doing A to Z, so one game for each letter of the alphabet going in order. You're just on B? Yeah, uh, I'm only doing them on Mondays. Okay, you gotta pick up the pace a little bit. What are you talking about? It's it's only February. And you've, and you've okay, you've done two, 
you should you're like a week behind you got to do two a month i mean i guess i see what you mean uh yeah some of the other games are gonna be shorter and then that won't even be enough <laughs> now that if i do the math 26 not it, 24 it'll 24. be fine we'll get through we'll yeah. get through we've we've done 70 in a year so we're, we'll be fine and just doing okay. them on mondays but uh yeah so we played and beat bangayo which took a lot longer than i thought because uh the the time estimate i was given was five hours which i thought oh that's like one stream like stream and a half it'll be fine mm-hmm. first i did like two and a half hours i did half the game and then I did the other half in about four hours. And then the last three stages took two and a half hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the stages are pretty short normally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the set, the third last stage had a, a really evil setup to get to the boss where you couldn't really destroy these uh, missile launchers easily. And if you trigger the boss, you were dead because you were just cornered. Uh, and if you got into the room too early, they just pinned you and you couldn't fight back and died. So it just took a lot of runs to try to get that. And then the final boss, holy shit, I just about broke a controller yesterday trying to beat it. So I did an nice. extra stream yesterday to actually try to get through the game. And uh, the final boss literally just gets a star man halfway through the fight. Okay, great. So- Sorry, the cat just knocked over something. Yeah, so, like, imagine just, like, fighting this boss. He has the same moves as you, and then suddenly he gets invincible, and if he touches you, you insta-die. Because the thing with Bangayo, it's, like, it's a it's a game from Treasure where you, like, fly around. Like, it's a, it's a shmup, basically. It's a puzzle shmup. But uh, you don't have invincibility frames. The main okay. gimmick of the game is that you let as many attacks get as close to you as possible... And then you press a button to counter with missiles. And the more attacks that are near you, the more missiles you counter with up to 400. So you just because there's just like giant like launch of missiles surrounding you. But um, if you. Uh, if you do it, like get, get the enemy weapons too close, they'll damage you and you take health like damage. You get a little bit of a stun knockback. You can't attack and you just keep continually taking damage. If they keep getting hitting you. So like the final boss had the exact same 400 missile counter that I had. And he countered my counter with 400 missiles, which means I in- instantaneously died. Can, could you have just kept countering back and forth like I, a Zelda boss? There's a, you can't attack until your counterattack is done. So once your counterattack is done, you regain control. But that's also when your uh, hitbox comes back. So uh, you would have to, I think you would have to frame perfect it, basically, to avoid taking damage. Okay. But you beat it. I did get through it, thank God. So... Nice. Uh, so yeah, we start game C on Monday, which uh, I did have originally written down, but I might actually change the game because of how frustrating a game B ended up being. You haven't announced it yet, I'm guessing. Nope. I was okay. gonna I was gonna announce it and start it on Wednesday, but it took so long to get through that I was just like, I just need to do some goofy shit instead. Will you tell me after we're done here? Sure. I'm sure. just curious. All right. If I guess it, will you say it? Sure. Chroma Squad. No, but I have to play that anyways. <laughs> yeah. That was like the only C what? game I could think of at the top of my head. <laughs> Charlie's Angels, the game. Perfect. The movie, the game. For the Game Boy. I don't know if that even exists. Probably. For the Game Boy? Yeah, I don't know. But I know Charlie's yeah, Angels for, as a game for, does. For the Game Boy Color. <laughs> it's about that. So that good bumped cartridge and everything. Yep. All right, uh, that's you. That's all you played. Yep. 
Hey, Sean, what have you been playing? Whoa, how nice of you to ask. <laughs> Finally, um, someone asks him. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been playing Apex. Cue the new news music. Apex came out. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those who didn't hear, uh, which would be surprising by this point, Respawn Entertainment dropped a brand new game on Monday. They did like a 15 minute stream. It was being like rumored and teased all weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess influencers got their hands on it beforehand and they just kind of started talking. Um, uh, And then obviously press knew about it about the week before I was hearing rumblings about people going to respawn to talk to learn about some kind of new thing but I wasn't like following up with anyone. So it was still surprising to me. Uh, so respawn, uh, who you may know as call of duty Four or Titanfall, they came out with apex legends. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I guess kind of the news was like, people were upset that it was not Titanfall three. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, they actually came out. I had this in the news section, but I'll just say now, um, they actually came out and said, we are not working on Titanfall 3 right now. It is just everything into Legends at the, uh, into Apex at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and Apex is a free-to-play Battle Royale game that uh, kind of feels like Titanfall. However, there's no Titans, there's no wall running. If those are like the two things you go to Titanfall for. I mean, those are some of the things that stand out to most, most of me about it. Yeah, people seemed like upset the first day. I, I, it seems like that's past because Apex is good. Um. Uh, so I mean I'm not really bummed that it's not Titanfall 3 I'm kind of happy with what this turned out to be uh, but anyways talking about the game specifically um, I'm enjoying it which is surprising because I'm not really into Battle Royale but mm-hmm. it's kind of checking all the boxes that would help get me into a Battle Royale I'll, okay. I'll kind of break that down um, so my issue with Battle Royale games for the most part is I find the pacing isn't satisfying it's like 90 percent of it is real slow just like scavenging for weapons and armor and bullets and stuff and then five percent of it is hey i see someone and then the other five percent of it is oh i'm dead (laughs) and then you just repeat that over and over. so it is a battle royale gotcha well so that's not the case with with apex um that's what i was saying was my issues with battle royale games so that's why i never stick to them very long because it's hard to get good unless you're just constantly like going near people and trying to fight them to get good at the fighting. Like it takes a weird, like a long investment to get good at the game, the gunplay in a game that like most of the time you're not even doing the gunplay. So it's like hard to kind of get that training in. Mm -hmm. And then I just don't enjoy the, like this is real slow. All right. I've built up my character. I've got some good guns. Oh, I'm dead immediately. Well, start back from square one. So I just, I don't really like the loop of, of battle royale games so what apex does differently first off it's a class-based shooter which i'm a big fan of you know i like overwatch i like you know having a class getting good so there's these these different characters have special abilities um so that's kind of interesting right off the bat and they you know they kind of feel a bit like overwatch characters because of how weird their special abilities can be uh like one guy um he's like all into holograms so you can send out a hologram of himself um, or you, you basically have like three abilities. One is usually like a passive one. Then you have uh, one up on like I'm playing on console one on left bumper. And then you have one that charges up over time. 
uh, which will be like a super strong one. And like the hologram guys is he can make five holograms of himself and turn invisible. So it's like really confuse someone when a firefight begins. But there'll be other characters like one guy who I'm who I've been trying out as well. Uh, I think his name is like Gibraltar or something Gibraltar, like that. Yeah. Every, yeah. Every time he is looking down his iron sights, uh, a shield pops up, which is cool. He can also put down a shield and he has basically like a meteor storm is his super attack, which is very cool. Um, other reasons why uh, Apex is working for me is it's it's mandatory co-op. Uh, mm. So you can't play this game solo or it always it's matches three. you into group. Yeah, into a group yeah. of three <clears throat> to the point where even like. When you're jumping out of the plane, one of them is designated the jump master and they choose when we leave. Um, and you can, you know, if, if you're not if you're not like, you know, confident with yourself of, of controlling that, you can pass off the title if, if you end up being the jump master. And then when you all jump, you all jump as one unit and you can choose to break off from them, which some people will do. And it's like, why are you even playing this game then? Like This is a co-op game. Um, but for the most part, you, you stay as a unit as you're, you know, skydiving down. Um, and then the big part, which is what's really helping out is you can actually be revived in this game. Um, so when you're you, not, not just like when you're downed, you can get back up. If you get totally killed, people can pick up like you're like memory like your basically. Yeah. yeah. It's like a dog tag kind of, yeah. um, and then there are respawn points throughout the map. And if you bring someone's dog tag there, it'll bring them back into the match. Interesting. Well, which I'm which I'm really liking because it's no longer just like, oh, I immediately died. That's the end of it. Start over. It's now, OK, I'm watching my teammate look. Oh, they did get me back. Cool. I'm back in this game. And you come back like with very low health with none of your items. Um, so you have to kind of scout scrounge up again. But at least you're still in the map. You can kind of keep going. Um, but of course, you know, playing with randos, they just like won't pick up your tag and they'll just like dick off. And it's like, what are you even doing? Um. But the best part is it is pretty easy to coordinate with your team even without having voice chat on. Um, Because, like, if you're going to put voice chat on, you're probably a psychopath at this point uh, in 2019. (laughs) So, obviously, I have that turned off. But if you use, uh, again, I'm I'm going with the the, uh, console controls, right bumper, there's this huge range of, like, context-aware messages you can kind of send out. Um, So, just hitting right bumper... Whatever you're looking at, you'll point at it and your character will say like, hey, why don't we go check that out? If you double tap it, your character will point whatever your character is looking at. They'll point it and be like, hey, there's an enemy over there. And then if you hold it down, you have a whole wheel of different things and it'll actually um, be context sensitive. So if I say I hit right bumper and I say, hey, we should go over there. If I go look at that spot again and I hit right bumper once, it'll cancel out. So my character will say, actually, no, never mind. Um, and you can like point at certain objects and ping them and it'll say like, Hey, there's a backpack here. So your team can like, Oh, I need a backpack. I'll come over and get that. So it is like really easy to convey like the important info that your team would need, uh, while it's happening to the point, like, even if, um, I, there's there, I forget what bump button it is. Um, but if you're being shot, you can hit one of the buttons and your character will just basically call out to the team. Hey, I'm being shot from somewhere. And they'll even say like, kind of like what weapon is being is shooting at them and stuff. Um, so it's really context sensitive, and it and it conveys a lot of info 
uh, really nicely. Um, so it's kind of like this is the best chance I have at a at a battle royale game. Um, so I've been playing it. I'm I'm like really trying to give it the college try to kind of get in on it. Mm-hmm. And again, it's free to play, so like that's pretty cool. And it looks great. I'm liking it. I have a I have EA access now for the next month um, yeah. because it uh, so that I can play Destiny more and sooner and cheaper. Um, and that gave me enough credits to like buy uh, one of the new characters right off the bat. Which one um, did you get? It sounds a, like you got Mirage. Yeah, I got the yeah, yeah Mirage, the hologram guy. There's mm-hmm. eight characters total. Only six of them are unlocked. Um, I had seen a lot of the Mirage guy in the um, announcement stream, so I wanted to try him out. Mm-hmm. What was the other one again? Uh, Caustic, I think. There's Caustic, like, yeah. So he like lays traps. I haven't like, like smoke, seen like, anything of him. So I. Yeah, I haven't seen a ton. I haven't seen much Mirage either because most mm-hmm. people don't have enough credits to unlock these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when you're picking your teammates out, like they'll kind of like randomly put you in an order of like, hey, you're picking <laughs> characters first, second, and third. You can only have one of each kind of uh, of one of each character in your squad, and you have the option, the ability to basically say like, hey, this is the one I would like, even though I'm picking third. And then the people in front of you can kind of decide if they're going to pick it anyways. So you kind of need to know like at least three characters in case mm-hmm. your first two options get picked. Um, I, I only know two characters at the moment. I've never had both of them been taken. Um, but that's mainly because Mirage is one of my characters and no one has him unlocked at mm-hmm. the moment. Makes sense. Uh, d- Paul, did you play this? I did. I don't like it at all. Oh, what's what's why don't you like? I just don't like the battle royale format at all. Like if this was like a deathmatch thing or something, I'd probably be more in where like a bunch of respawns or whatever, because it is fun. I just don't like the battle royale format. That's my big issue with it. And some of the things I'm listing, those aren't like game changers. Nope. Okay. Um, anyways, they're they're working for me. Um, I'm still really bad at the game, but I'm I'm really trying to actually get good at one of these uh and mm-hmm. they seem pretty committed to like like i said they're not doing titanfall 3 they're doing this for a while do you have um, a group so that I'm you've been playing with? kind of grow because it seems like it might be fun if you just had like two people that were you could like make plays with it seems like that's kind of the big thing with this right is that you could actually like, like how do the some uh, stuff. like abilities would like compare with each other or like just even going so far as like trusting that if you and your other buddy here start a firefight, the other one is smart enough to know how to flank and like get the drop on them or something like just that trust seems like. Right. I mean, yeah, it's definitely like a better. co-op game. So you would like that. Yeah. Um, for the most part, uh, I've had Pete like the teams have been staying together. We haven't okay. been like putting together plays because we're not talking to each other. Sure. Um. But uh, I'm definitely looking forward to like playing it with some friends yeah. uh, and actually saying like, hey, I'm going to send I'm going to send my Mirage out to see if anyone's around are going to shoot at us um, or, you know, I'm going to send my Mirage in there and then we're going to run into the, the window and blah, blah, blah. So it's it would definitely be pretty easy to do stuff. There's tons of characters that can like go invisible or like drop smoke grenades and still see through the smoke. Portal so lady is popular from what I've seen. Yeah, what's that girl's name again? I don't, I don't remember. Portal Lady. <laughs> yeah, I played with her like once. She can go invisible and she can set up like a like a teleporting portal kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I don't remember her name, but she's pretty popular. Um, the robot's pretty popular. He has like a hook shot so he can like zip around the map a little bit. He has a smiley face on his chest. 
he also does have a smiley face on his <laughs> chest. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, it's free, so why not check it out? It, uh, it launched on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. It's um, very well optimized on PC, by the way. It's, like, extraordinarily smooth in a way that games, specifically Battle Royale games, aren't usually. Like, it's very, very smooth. I think the game feels good. I mean, it feels like what I remember from Titanfall. You know, La- Sands, the Titans. And, me, like, and the, the uh, wall running. And the basically. wall running. But, like, there's still, like, an element of the traversal of, like, that is just, like, fast and smooth. You you have, like, this crazy long slide. And if you slide down hills, you go real fast. So it's definitely, like, bringing up some of the feelings from Titanfall. And you can slide in um, any direction, too, which is, like, really yep. handy. And you can shoot while you're sliding. You can also still ping stuff while you're down, which mm-hmm. is super helpful and uh, and cool. Uh, you can get a shield that you can put up while you're down and stuff as well. There's a lot you can do. Um, so I'm, I'm enjoying it and I'm looking forward to like playing with friends and actually like trying yeah. to be strategic about something. I got to second place once. Oh, so nice. Pretty cool. Yep. Um, that's the best I've done. I have, I have yet to win so far. Maybe later tonight. Um, boot it up one time before maybe bed. we started late so i'll probably be going to bed after we're done but mm-hmm. maybe i was playing right before the uh we, we went live mm-hmm. uh, no cross play which is a bit of a bummer but yeah i wouldn't be surprised if it if it happens everything else seems to be getting it slowly that would be cool because i think this is one of those games also that if you play with a controller on pc you can have uh auto or aim assist so i think like cross play is a thing they could potentially do but maybe they just haven't worked out those deals or something maybe this might also be one of the few like xbox games that support mouse and keyboard yep right because they can do that now like who knows what they'll do um but yeah i think the game looks and plays great like respawn and knows shooters and like they just proved that the art style reminds me like the look of it reminds me of something but i can't put my finger on it it reminds me of another game but i don't know which one it's been driving me nuts. Maybe one day. Yeah, I don't. I can't think. The characters are are cartoony, but they're mm-hmm. not like Overwatch cartoony. No, no, they're not like Fortnite cartoony. No, but they're definitely like more real, uh, more cartoony than like PUBG. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, okay. So before that came out, I played a bunch of Destiny 2's Forsaken DLC. I picked this up actually. Which- I haven't started oh, did it you? yet, but I did uh, buy it before it went off sale. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, like I was saying before, if you it comes with like a code if you need to like boost a character to immediately to like pl- you know playable level mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, we should definitely play that. It seems fun. Uh, I guess like yeah, it's just it's, more destiny. <laughs> it's really cool. I'm actually so uh, I don't think it's game changing, but the the what i'm seeing is the big difference here is that like all the missions after like the first like two or three kind of introductory ones it's basically like a boss rush mode um every Hmm. every mission so what happens like as as everyone knows that you know they saw the e3 thing Cade gets killed um and he gets killed by a group of enemies that like escape this jail there's like nine of them or something and each mission is you fighting one of those enemies okay um Hmm. And they and they all handle differently. So one of them straight up was like they're known for like always being on a hover bike. Like they're called the racer. So you you play a whole mission where you're like on a hover bike fighting him on a hover bike and stuff. Hmm. Interesting. Or what was another one? Um, 
there was like the hangman who he had a bunch of like your allies caged so there was a ton more enemies in that uh map and you had to just fight your way through the enemies to unlock the cages so that you had allies fighting with you and stuff like that so each mission is unique and it, they always end with this big boss fight oh one that was pretty cool the trickster he had a bunch of bombs placed throughout the map that were disguised as ammo so you would go over to the ammo and at the last second you realize oh wait this thing's flashing red and then a bomb would show up and you just have to like hightail it because half a second later it explodes yeah so instead of just random hmm. each mission being kind of like you know go through the corridor fight your way through hey you did it it's it's well now it's go through the corridor and here's a big unique boss over and over again like nine different times so that's really cool that's pretty unique i'm i'm enjoying destiny quite a bit with that it's like the first time i've actually been able to pay attention to the story so yeah i'm enjoying uh, forsaken for sure you get a you get a crossbow or not a crossbow you get a combat bow at the beginning of forsaken they just give it to you that is so good like nothing is awesome yeah it's it's really forward to it for sure and uh, the last thing I played, which will uh, transition to Paul nicely, is Wargroove. Yeah, man. John, I'm surprised you're not playing this. I have it now. A friend gift or a viewer rather gifted it to me. Nice. Oh, lucky you. What are you playing it on? Uh, Steam. Steam. Yeah. So this is Advanced Wars. Yeah. Just like straight <laughs> up, it's Advanced Wars. Um, so uh, I guess for those who don't know Advanced Wars... Uh, think Fire Emblem, because if you're listening to this, you probably played Fire Emblem. I mean, it's the same studio. Right. But there's key differences. So, whereas um, Fire Emblem is, is you know, character-based, you're upgrading characters as you go along. Uh, this one is totally throwaway. You can let units die, you constantly get new units, and a units, each unit on your map is basically kind of a group of units, and so the health also is their um, uh, like uh, physical ability or potential or whatever. So if someone is 10 health, you know, 10 out of 10, they're at their strongest. But if they've taken half, you know, half their life is gone, they, their attack power is also half now. Mm-hmm. Oh, you weren't kidding. This is literally Advanced Wars. It is. It, yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It is straight up Advanced Wars. But there's there's new things to it. Um, uh, I could be mistaken because I've only played Advance Wars 1 um, and then like heard a couple podcasts talk about it. But from under- understand, here's some of the unique things to Wargroove. You have a like a commander units, um, which are the more like s- characters that the story is following along with. Um, and they're, pr- they're pretty powerful. So you can win each map by either taking out the enemy base or killing the enemy commander. Uh, and the commander, like I said, is is pretty uh, difficult to kill. They can pretty much destroy like any regular unit in one attack. They also gain health back each turn. Um, and also they have a special ability that after they fight long enough, uh, they can use like a once turn kind of on a cooldown uh, ability. Like the main character, she can heal units around her. Uh, this one guy, he's like some kind of wizard. He can put down a crystal that will make everyone in the vicinity's uh, defense get raised uh, significantly and so on. So on, there's a bunch of different commanders. Um, There's, there's quite a bit to this game. So even I'm just basically talking about the campaign mode. There's an arcade mode for each one of the commanders you unlock, which I'm in act three. Me too. And I have six commanders, five commanders. 
somewhere around there. Unless you so get another one, them has, one, I think you have five, right? So there's the girl. Yeah. There's the wizard old man. There's, there's the, the dog, dog. There's the tree there's man. There's the tree guy. There's the other tree girl. And then there's the necromancer lady, I think, as well. Because she has a side okay, I don't mission. Think I have her yet. Did you do her side mission? Not yet. Gotcha. It's yet. in three. I'm right at the beginning of Act Three. Yeah, it's one of the side missions at the beginning. So you'll probably do it right away. At the beginning of Act Three or the yeah, game? Act Three. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So each one of them has their own arcade mode. This thing has online multiplayer, local multiplayer, co-op. You can also make and download custom maps. Um, there's like a, there's a ton in this game. I'm like shocked at how cheap it is. I don't know how long the campaign is. Do you guys have any idea? No idea. I'm exactly I heard decently long. Are. Yeah. I haven't looked into it, but like this thing seems like a steal at 20 bucks. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've talked a bunch. What are you guys thinking of Wargroove? Uh, it's at the point now where every mission, I need to be in the mood to do a mission and just see it through because they are getting long feeling anyway the war group has one intro on how long to beat and says about 15 hours for me wow that's great yeah not bad i'm excited about that so paul you're you're kind of getting sour on it no uh, it's just that i need to just sit down and do like a mission and then put it away i don't i'm i can feel the burnout is very able to happen at this point (laughs) okay i would say I'm I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I'm, I'm like the complete opposite. Like, I just can't wait to play more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, this is definitely like my kind of thing. Like, I played, you know, every Fire Emblem I could get my hands on and stuff. Um, one day I will go back and play all of the Advanced Wars when video games stop coming out. Mm-hmm. It's really nice looking, um, too. I like the characters. Caesar's great. Cause Caesar the dog is. is very good. Yep. I really I like, liked his mission. I really like that you don't kill any of the dog units. They just run away all scared when they're defeated they don't like die on screen but when they do run away you still see the ghost so they're <laughs> dead you did kill those dogs well, yeah those but dogs see, did get maybe killed. what happened though here right is that instead of delivering the final blow i scared them away and they got hit by like a truck or a horse or something i can that's still not I great can i don't want a dog to because i didn't land the final blow it's fine okay and it's a group um, of dogs, too, like a bunch of puppies or something. <laughs> and they're also they're called battle pups. The battle pups. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the uh, like you were saying, the way it looks. I love all of the designs for the forest people. I think mm-hmm. they look so cool. Um, the dogs they have are also pretty silly looking like they're just like weird little monsters. Yeah. Uh, and it had, yeah, so it has tons of different enemies. Um, I, like I said, I'm in the beginning of Act Three, so I just got introduced to like vampires and alchemists mm-hmm. and uh, trebuchets. Yep. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm liking it. I, I would say so. The missions they do definitely get long. Like I'd say each mission, you know, even on a good run, like you, you, you're gonna have to play it probably more than once, unless you kind of just you know, muscle your way through it. It's going to be like 45 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish there was like a mid game save point. Uh, yeah. I, which I understand most yeah. tactics games don't have that. Some of them just straight up. You can save every turn. 
Um, although like we just played through some shadow dragon last year mm-hmm. and that had like midway save points throughout it. Yeah. Um, but I really wish this would even have maybe even just one, uh, yeah. cause there's definitely parts, a lot of these missions, it's like the first half is real easy and it's more just kind of like slowly making your way to the enemy. Yeah. And then the real fight begins. And what can really suck is, uh, because enemies will like, uh, spawn mid map and come in from the sides or whatever, or they'll be in like the, the mist. So you don't know what you're quite dealing with yet. Yeah. A lot of the times you need to replay these missions. Yeah. S- especially if you're trying to go for like an S rank, if even, but regardless, just to complete them, like the game is, is, is not easy. Yeah. Uh, you're probably gonna have to restart. Cause you're going to know, like I have just messed this up. I know a much better way to do it. And it, and that mm-hmm. first half is definitely the slowest and having to replay that first half again is a bit of a bummer. Yeah, I, I agree. wish you could just have a midway save point to be like, okay, this is where the mission actually begins. Like, this is where it's that you're what you're deciding on really matters. Like, let me save at that point, mm-hmm. and then I'll I'll make the better judgment call. But the miss levels feel less uh, cheap in that way, though, because then it at least feels like okay, I could have scouted this properly. So it's a little bit on me. It it just sucks when it's one of those like, oh, I didn't know that. I would be attacked from this side that like nothing else is there. So I guess I'm a little screwed. Like that's a little more like shitty, but like, yeah, the weird, uh, foggy maps or whatever. I usually felt like that was my fault for not scouting properly, at least. Right. They definitely give you the tools to do it. Like, you know, you put the dog up on the mountain and it can see further. Um, I've just been in just a few scenarios where it's like, you know, I, I didn't quite get the the turn I wanted or I didn't attack quite properly. And it kind of like it can snowball fast. Yeah, it does. Um, There was one mission that I did kind of recently that involved kind of like two bridges with like an island in between. Um, Oh, it's the one where you're playing as the uh, forest king. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And that one just took me so long to like get across that island. Uh, because they they would just kind of like like a wall was formed and they had their trebuchet or or whatever the catapult thing they had was. Um, so like I said, it, it can definitely snowball, mm-hmm. and then you just kind of have to restart because you know like I could just totally pull back and slowly like wait out the turns to upgrade everything, or I could just start over and it would be like yeah. it would actually be faster. Yeah, which is kind of a bummer. Yep. Uh, it does seem like the developers like actively updating stuff. I, I was reading their site. They already put out a blog post being like, here's the things that are happening like immediately, which one of them is a uh, skipping battles faster, which I really am glad that's coming. Cause those fights are too long. Did, did you turn off the animations yet? No. Wow. Cause Holy I want shit. to see them. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. So well, you probably played way more time wise than I have. <laughs> maybe yeah um well that's the thing i feel like turning them off i am missing out on something in this game like i want to see these units and i want to see them fight but But they're all the same kind of long actually you know what all the same a nice compromise is you can put it on commander only and that's what i have it on because when the commander is doing something it's important enough that i might lose the game i want to be able to see that that's that's a good point yeah Uh, i think you can also even set it to combat only which i might do because i do not need to see myself or enemies run into an empty town and claim it yeah 
Yeah, I um, know. It's so annoying. The first like 500 times. Um, yeah, it's it's almost, like the ideal scenario for me is if those could just be sped up, like just put it on double speed because I want to see them, but I don't want them to take this long. Um, but I know he's they're working on um, at least in making it faster to skip stuff, mm-hmm. uh, which will be good. Uh, I can't remember all the other stuff, but they basically put out a roadmap of like, here's things that are happening really soon. Here's things that are going to happen soon. And here's things we're thinking of. And they're even talking about like DLC and stuff like that. Okay, um, cool. So I, I'm definitely excited. I think this game was kickstarted. Yes, that mistaken. sounds right. That makes sense. Yeah, it's it is like surprisingly like fu- so fully fleshed for a game that like wasn't like an early access thing. Like this almost seems like how dead cells was like so good when it first came out. Cause it went through like a year of yeah. feedback. Mm-hmm. This thing just came out of the gate, like with so much like good, good for them. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, John, I'll be interested to see what you think. Cause I know this is your kind of game too. Hopefully I get around to it. I still have to get through, uh, kingdom hearts. And then I want to start resident evil two. So, Oh, sure. I mean, that's yeah. a weekend though. You can get through that one at least. That's yeah, not a I time guess, sink. Still, I got it. Like I got to catch up on everything too so we'll see apparently I'm playing uh, on switch paul you're also on switch right yeah apparently there's already people making advanced wars and fire emblem maps in war groove i which have makes, i saw like an article makes sense saying that yep yeah it's it's very good uh all right paul finish us off what's the last thing you played uh today the division two closed beta is a thing so i played that and yo, that's more division. So if you like that, that's that game again, but more optimized so it runs better. That's it. Nothing more to I say. I do like that game. I am th- looking you'll probably like this quite a bit. Uh, the biggest bummer about it is that I like the setting of New York City uh, more than Washington. That's like my only gripe with it. Otherwise, it is very clearly just the like newer game in that series. That's interesting. I was I was watching some of the trailers and they were talking like specifically like there's different there's a lot different in DC because it has like kind of a marshland. It has like some downtown suburban, so it's like a lot different, more like diverse. I could than see just that. like downtown. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to having some <laughs> diversity. Yeah, that's true. You don't get that in the beta though, so that'll be the full game sort of thing. Sure. I was also watching on a different trailer. They were talking about like the end game. Uh huh. Um, a division two, which sounds really interesting, um, cause a whole new faction of enemies opens up at the end game and oh. an entire new skill tree is unlocked. New skill at the tree. End game. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So that sounds great. Like I'm excited for that for sure. That does sound great. Cause I think that was one of the problems with the division one is that until they started adding like the expansion DLCs. There was kind of nothing when you got to max level. It was like, well, I could go to the dark zone again, I guess. Dark zone. But that's pretty much it. So that's kind of cool that they took lessons from that. And they're like, oh, no, there's actually stuff that you could look into that is fun at endgame now. I like it. And when it's like only at the end game. So yeah. that's yeah, that's definitely really cool. I'm I'm excited. Yep, I'm into it. Um, Just one more loot shooter I need because I'm only going to be playing three of them. Yeah. When it comes out. What are the other ones? Uh, well, I'm still making my way through Destiny, oh, Destiny and Anthem yeah. will have been out by then. That's right. Um, and they're all pretty similar, but yeah. Anyways, yeah, like I was saying a second ago, I, I got EA Access because it's going to let me play Anthem early. 
Yeah. It's going to let me try Anthem for 10 hours. That's yeah. the early part. And then, it be, so I just did a month, which is $5. Yeah. And with EA Access, you get 10% off EA games. Yeah. So I'll actually be saving a dollar. Yeah. And getting to play it early. So I was like, this just makes total sense why I'm going to do this. Yeah, they're really pushing that. Uh, they're really pushing their service for sure. To the point where it's kind of shitty for people that pre-ordered because it's like, well, I don't get the early access and I, like, I'm just stuck with it, I guess. Especially, I don't know what EA's policy on Origin for PC is for refunds. So they might just be screwed if they don't like it in general. It's weird. It's weird that they kind of screwed over those people in a weird way for an better well, system. I mean, that's on they chose to no, pre-order. Totally. No one forced them to pre-order. Yeah. For the most part, you should not pre-order games. No, totally. Like there's especially with like the digital future that we live in, there's not a great reason to pre-order a game if you're going to play it digitally, which on yeah. the PC you are. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> It's just weird that like EA is even on that train of it's like, yeah, kind of fuck those guys, right? Like, let's this look at this service over here, gamers. <laughs> well, I mean, that's enticing people to do their thing, or subscribe to their service. They're definitely um, going for the like people that sign up and maybe forget that their credit card is linked or whatever. For uh, sure. Yeah. Which is scummy. I, I mean, I feel like most places when you sign up, it just kind of sets to auto renew yeah. and you just kind of need to like keep that in mind. Um, it's super cheap so on so PC that's not too, necessarily though. new it's $30 a year other than that's the, the same like, on Xbox yeah so I've just been doing that because I've been playing those Battlefield games all the time yeah I was thinking about doing that Um, I just did the $5 a month one yeah. honestly there's not, not enough EA games that come out that I'm like excited enough to do this whereas this $5 yeah. a month gives me a uh, it gives me like 10 hours with the game. Yeah. At least it will with Anthem. Um, Cause like I look ahead and it's from EA. There's not a, you know, I'm not really into sports games, not super into battlefield. So sure. Maybe I'll get, maybe my mind will get changed sooner or later, but their, right now I just did the month. Their $20 a month one is a little harder for me to swallow in my mind. It's a little, I don't more. think the Xbox has that. It like the argument for it is that you get the full game of Anthem through their subscription service, like a PS plus sort of thing. But then of course it's like, it's one of those things that if you want to play Anthem again in six months, you're going to either be re up still, or you're going to have to re up or whatever. And then at that cost, it's going to be $40 if you re up or if, 120, if you had been paying that whole time. So I don't know. There's, I mean, I mean you just have to be in for all of their games. Yeah. It might not be bad if you just want to play like real hard with your buddies for that month that Anthem comes out and then cancel it because then you get the full thing. But like, I don't know. It's a hard one to justify in my mind. 20 bucks a month is a lot. Yep. That's yeah. But I mean, if if that's the only game you're playing, though. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to definitely want to try and keep you in there because they're going to do in- end game content and it's going to be a live game like everything is. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to some news. A few big things happened this week. Uh, Microsoft had their X- Inside Xbox event, which I think they're trying to just capture the excitement around Nintendo Directs. And yeah. I think they're unsuccessfully doing so. Um, 
for the most part, I didn't see anyone really caring about this. And also just the stuff they were talking about was just like kind of whatever. Yeah, um, I didn't know anyways, this, one this kinda, was a thing. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, one of the things they did announce was uh, weird, in my opinion, was Halo Outpost, which is some kind of theme park. It's some kind of Halo experience that you go to. Um, there's going to be like rides and shit. I don't know, man. It's weird. That VR laser um, tag or something seemed like it might be kind of neat, but I don't know. It probably. Yeah, doesn't. I think that's a pretty good descriptor of this whole thing is it seems kind of neat. Yeah. Um, uh huh. They kept saying like this is where they want like a huge collection of all of the Halo fandom to be. If you you know they're going to have cosplayers there and. I, I guess a Halo VR thing. Okay. Uh, I guess you're going to get on like a get in a warthog or something. Yeah. I don't know. All right. It's some kind of like physical thing you go to. There's community meetups and over 200 game stations, exclusive gear, an interactive museum, the laser tag thing, the Halo ring experience. I don't know what that means. <laughs> What the hell does that mean? Uh, All right. They're not really showing it. Just some concept art. I don't know. It's going to be in uh, like five or six cities across the United States. So I'm kind of just I'm curious. I'm waiting to read the article of someone who went to this and like what exactly this thing is. Was there one going to be in San Fran? I didn't actually look at that whole list. No, no. The closest was Anaheim in uh, near L.A. Oh, yeah. If it was in San Fran. I would have gone just to yeah, just because I'm to curious. See, yeah, yeah. but sure. the thing is, like, I'm not even like that big of a Halo fan, so I would just kind of be in there, and then someone would scream Halo at me, and I'd be like, "Okay, I mean, they're maybe, okay, maybe that's they're part okay. of the ride that just literally scream, yeah, Halo at you, and you just have to accept <laughs> your fate." Yep. <laughs> um, Switch voice chat is becoming more of a reality. So if you remember that Fortnite has just totally integrated Switch voice chat um and then on the other side you have to remember that nintendo says the switch can't do voice chat you need to download their phone app yeah and then plug a headset into that or just have it on speaker so everyone can talk to your phones you know like a like a normal person yeah Uh yeah um anyways the uh software behind the Fortnite, uh i don't know hack option whatever it is uh, it's now available for all developers to use. Yep. So, like, which proves the nail when in the we were coffin that is it. that Nintendo app. Which proves that when we were talking about that headphone jack does in fact have a band for a microphone. It's all just software <laughs> that Nintendo does not want. Yep. For or did not want for public use, but I guess have backtracked on it because they know that their thing is ridiculous. I'm sure. Maybe. Uh, it's called Vivox, which is a tech company that fo- focuses on voice and text chat in online games. Um, they said today that any authorized Switch developers can now integrate its Vivox SDK software into their game. Wow. So I guess that's good, because what on earth was Nintendo thinking? They were thinking they were going to try to get everyone to force them to use their app, and uh, guess what? It failed. And also that weird Splatoon splitter thing. Yeah. So that you can. Oh, hear yeah, both. I forgot. Because remember, if you you you, you need what would happen is the way the splitter worked is so your headphones would go down to the splitter. Then the splitter would go out to your phone and then to the console. 
I completely yeah. forgot about this. Totally so that right. you could hear the console and your friends at the same time. Um, and so that you would be sitting on your couch looking like an absolute crazy person. Yep. Or on the bus. The weirdest part of- about this is that I found it weird that it's a third party that are allowing this with an official like Nintendo allowance or whatever. Like, it's weird that Nintendo isn't just doing that themselves, but that this is a third party doing it. But good on them, I guess. That, yeah, it was, it was weird that Nintendo didn't do this in the first place. Well, even now, Which, it's weird that Nintendo isn't just the avenue you go through <laughs> if you're making a game that needs I mean, Ninten- Nintendo's online service and all everything feels just like, yeah, just do it yourself, kind of. Yeah, so they kind of just don't care. I, whatever. Papa says it's okay, so let's play. Nintendo is a kid with covering his ears and going while everyone tries to talk some sense to them. It's weird. It's so weird. But they keep putting out things like Breath of the Wild, so you you have to love them. You have to. They're a talented but stupid child. Yep. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Switch and Microsoft, um, Microsoft announced uh, this week that they are going to they are planning to bring Xbox Live to the Switch and other platforms. Um, the other platforms they announced have already happened, so that's not news. Despite all the headlines you were reading, uh-huh. it's not news. It already happened. Yeah. Stop reporting on it. But the <laughs> Switch part is news. The Switch part um, is news. Yeah. Yeah. I just kept seeing so many people coming like it's coming to Switch and iOS and the PC and it's like what those are, have already yeah. happened. Why weren't you playing Wordament on your phone and getting achievements? Yeah. The smart people were. We were all doing it. I mean, anyway, just like a couple episodes of this podcast ago, you were asking me if I've been playing Xbox or whatever because the stupid app on my PC is picking up literally every fucking game that I play and telling Regardless you that I'm of, playing it. Reg- <laughs> yeah. I see you playing Siege on my Xbox all the time. Yeah, I don't understand. It's not even on. Like, I don't even have that stupid mm-hmm. app running, but it's running still. Yeah, I feel like this is an, uh, this might actually be a privacy issue. It might be. <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah. But regardless, uh, I guess you haven't been hurt yet. Not yet. Um, sounds like good. there's going to be a lot more information <laughs> during GDC. Yeah. Um, but Xbox did say they want to do this. Um, it's also kind of already happened on the Switch. When you play Minecraft on your Switch, you have to log into your Xbox Live account. Oh. Okay. And it's been like that since day one because, you know, Microsoft owns uh, Minecraft. Um, I Obviously, you don't have to do that on the playstation but i think because it was already on playstation before microsoft owned it Mm -hmm. and then the switch was a was an outlier but that's cool hey if i can get some achievement points on my uh switch all right i'm surprised nintendo's okay with this so much but yeah they seem to have a good relationship with microsoft yeah they've been really friendly lately yeah yeah stronger together don't you remember during the game awards all three of the guys came out and they talked about how when we're working together we're the best and then sean Layden from microsoft didn't say a single thing and he just smiled and waved yeah and then reggie and phil spencer sony guy didn't say anything yeah sean Layden. you said microsoft i said sean Layden. yeah Yeah, but but you you said from microsoft microsoft yeah okay my mistake then sorry yes the uh, Sony executive Sean Layden 
was just smiling and waving like he was part of this. But we yeah. all knew, like, why are you even on the stage, dude? You hate everyone. The funny thing is, I'm pretty sure this is probably all just the fact that, like, Nintendo and Microsoft, like, probably just got together in Seattle for lunch one day. Like, two people just got together and it's bloomed into this. And now probably. Sony's just Sony's just there in their headquarters, like, scheming while everybody else is having fun. Now there's like rumors of like, oh man, Banjo Kazooie confirmed for Smash and all that garbage now because of it. Mm-hmm. I bet in like reality though, Sony was invited to that lunch and they just decided not to go and they were like, nah, we're selling more than you. I could kind of see it. Yeah. Of yours, Microsoft. We're yeah. winning this console generation. Where is Sony based out of like their headquarters in Japan. America? Oh, the, uh, I don't know what their current... I know they have something in San Francisco, but like everyone does. Yeah. I don't know, like hmm. their main headquarters. Okay. It's probably LA. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yep. Hmm. Um This is anyways really good, news. Good but... for them. Like it's 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 good mm-hmm. for consumers. Yeah. So Agreed. that's the that's cool. Um glad to see that happening. Kind of actually just like a real quick small step. Um mm-hmm. Did either of you guys watch the Super Bowl? No. No. I saw the score. Sure. Um, the, Microsoft unveiled another uh, Xbox Live adaptive controller commercial during the Super Bowl. Um, which, have you guys seen either of those commercials now? No. Uh, mm, I saw, like, an online thing for it. I don't think it was a commercial, though. Yeah, they've they've been putting some, like, really, like, one, good, two, like, heartwarming um but like meaningful commercials for that thing. For those who don't know, the Xbox Live Adaptive Controller is a controller for disabled people to be able to play uh, Xbox games. You can plug a whole bunch of different adapters into it, but you know whatever your physical disability is, you should be able to use this much easier than a controller. Back to my story. I remember seeing the first one around Christmas time when I was up there. Um, you know, just a cool story about like a kid being able to like beat a boss with that thing but they put one out during the super bowl which was pretty much the same thing just kind of describing what it is and and how it's helping people out which is crazy to me because like a a 30 second slot for a super bowl commercial is like five million dollars so it's like kind of like way to go microsoft that they are like committing so much to like what is like such a great product it's not just like hey new halo of course we're going to spend five million (laughs) dollars on marketing the marketing and adaptive controller that probably one percent of their audience needs not even you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i was just like thumbs up microsoft good for them yeah that is neat for sure um and uh paul you put this last news story on there why don't you talk yeah this isn't so much news as it is a warning that bubsy is back in a kickstarter (laughs) and it is getting dangerously close to being on track to actually being funded (laughs) So I really need people to not go to Kickstarter, look up Bubsy Paws on Fire, and fund this stupid thing. Out of I think you're missing the, the I think you're missing mm-hmm. an important part about this Kickstarter. Uh, it's the DLC for the game only. Yeah, it's it's all- a Kickstarter for DLC for the last Bubsy. No, for the new one that's coming out by the uh, Runner devs. Yeah, the Runner dev like Runner Three. Yes, the yes. Runner devs are making a Bubsy game. Okay, and wait, so no matter what, the Bubsy game is happening, yes. and this is a Kickstarter to be able to get uh, DLC for it? Yes. Yeah. 
Is this game a runner? I believe it just looks like runner. It looks like runner three. That makes sense. Yep. Okay. So I like that studio. Twenty five thousand dollars is the goal, and it's at eight thousand seven hundred right now, and it's been uh, three days. So all right, I'm calling you out. Are you actually are you trying to like reverse psychology people, and you want them to vote? No, I just thought this was a weird thing, especially because all the different tiers rewarded different Bubsy <laughs> game. They rewarded different Bubsy game? So the $2 tier gives you Bubsy 2 for the $10 tier gives you Bubsy the Wooly Strike Back, and then you get the full game uh, for $20 and up. And then like some of the runner games as well, depending on how much you pay, basically. This is just a silly, stupid thing. I don't think you get the runner games. I'm not seeing that. Oh, yeah. High tier. Oh, yeah. Okay. $35. You get the first bit trip runner. Okay. Yeah. What's the highest tier? The highest tier is 100. And there has been 27 backers of it. Because of course there are. (laughs) Yeah. You basically just get everything they've ever done. Yep. $100. All right. All right, that's it for news. Let's do some questions. Topdownperspective at gmail.com is the email address. Uh, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box are all great ways that will allow us to read your question. And you could sound just like Jericos, who says, John. Hi. You mentioned how much you liked Minute during the Game of the Year episode, and I thought that was really fun and charming game as well. You commented on the appeal of the bite-sized segmenting as being a positive. Have you or the other guys ever played either of the half-minute hero games? They're both on PC, and I think they'd be right up your alley. Yeah, we played uh, the first half-minute hero when it came out on PSP years ago, back when Sean and I were still working in the same store. I I have not played that. Okay, but yeah, it's a good series. Um... Yeah, and I haven't played the sequel, but I have played uh, Half Minute Hero. I believe I've even streamed Half Minute Hero before as well. I do recommend. How come they, did, how come they didn't grab you like Minute did? Hmm. Oh, uh, there's just a lot more to those games, like length, content-wise, than Minute is. Minute's a lot shorter. And that's a bad thing. No. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, like at the time, I had only a time for a short game, so I played Minute. I see. All right. I have never played them. All of you? Uh, I played the first one. I didn't care for it that much. All right. Uh, Matthew says, hey, D- hey, TDP. In many games, the final dungeon or final battle is a fantastical setting. Examples include ancient temples, hell, magic towers, the moon, the center of the planet, outer space, and alternate dimensions. However, that's it. And every single one of those is Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep. However, what would be the most boring or anticlimactic place for a final boss fight to take place in? Your bedroom. A class, a school, like a high school classroom. So I was thinking about this just now as I read The Moon and then remembered that DuckTales ends literally by climbing up a rope really fast. And that's hilarious. I forgot how awful that was. Wow. Like, you have a fight with Dracula, and then you climb up a rope to race for the treasure, and that's how the game ends. That's a little anticlimactic. 
Dracula's trapped by the honor system, suckers. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, I would I would probably just say like your own house. Yeah, house would be pretty lame. Mm-hmm. I mean, whenever I think of something that will be it sounds lame, I could see the them doing a cool w- yep. version of it. Um but I guess yeah. You know, I still think, you know, like a high school would be lame. Um like, a, I don't know, like a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. Again, because every time I'm like, I was going to say like a beach, just like a random beach. But then I'm imagining like there's like a shark in the water doing like flips and shit. And like there's a crazy sunset happening. So I, I keep thinking of like ways to make it cool. Yeah. And, you know, video games are just art, man. And that's why they're so great. But like, or a final boss fight where you're the bot you just like enter the boss's room at the end of the game and you just smother him with a pillow as he's sleeping yep. and then you leave that's pretty boring and not climactic that's a it's a, that's a boring fight but what if his his room is like on fire but what if his what if room travel is back in, in time and, and kill him as a baby okay but then okay. but could you kill a baby that's the that's the question what if you don't even have oh, to do I that see. you just say that you did it well, then he's not killed. He's still there. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the Paragon path. The Renegade path is you put a pillow on that baby's head. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want to talk about and this. And then it's still it's awful. It's a boring anticlimactic fight, but it's still horrible. Oh, God. Jesus. All right. Well, <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Matthew. All right. Next up comes to us from BGC Kenny. With Kingdom Hearts 3 being out, I've been reminiscing about the time Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. One thing in particular is jumping out at me at the moment, and that is the Kingdom Hearts AMV scene. I remember this is how I got into Linkin Park in the day. I was wondering if something similar happened to you. What musicians did you get into due to either video game AMVs or regular AMVs or the like? And there's another question after. That's Uh, never happened to me. What is AMV? Is that anime music video? Yeah. Yeah. I've done the opposite where I've looked up animes because the song I liked was featured in an AMV. Yeah, I feel like that's more common, honestly. Again, with Linkin Park, I did like that Breaking the Habit uh, <laughs> uh, music video. The music video? At the time. Yeah. I, other anime music videos. I can't even think of that many, but then again, I don't watch music videos. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing either. I can, I'll, I mean, the problem like, is, the anytime I think AMVs... All I think of when I hear AMVs is I think of uh, uh, AMV Hell, which is a video collection of AMVs that are terrible. So that's all that ever comes to mind when I see that. Yeah. So so I might not be the person to to ask this question to. Now I'm just thinking of America's Funniest Home Videos. (laughs) 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 And I mean, that that was a show, but I mean, we have YouTube now. But I watched a lot of America's Funniest Home videos growing up. A lot of people did. They wanted that money. They're like, my my life's silly, too. I could earn, was it $10,000? I forget how much money you even got on that show. I think it was somewhere around 10000 Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a dumb show. Like, you could not show that show to any kids these days because of YouTube. YouTube destroyed that show. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Um, which is why everyone that was sent in was sent in like on a tape, even though like we had DVDs at the time and stuff. YouTube actually transformed I- that show, which is why what's his name? Ray William Johnson and those people got so big is because they basically just did that for dumb YouTube videos back in the day. I don't know who that is. Are they just looking at like dumb compilations and stuff? Yeah, they were just like show a video and then just be like, oh, isn't that wacky or whatever. Yeah, that's what America's Funniest Home Videos was. Yeah, no, exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we're all we're all sophisticated now. Back then, we didn't have like the Internet and we need this is our only source of like memes. Shout out to referencing Ray William Johnson, who I don't think has been relevant for years. Hell yeah, man. I don't even know if he's even doing content anymore. Less than three. No, he's busy. Uh, I think copyright claiming people and trying to take ruin people's careers. Now he went oh, that path. That's, that he's <laughs> one of those. Okay. He went renegade. Yeah. Mm. Well, that sucks. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> I have another question in the context of the Mortal Kombat universe. What unit of measurement do you think Sub Zero uses when he or whoever named him came up with his name? Put simply, is Sub Zero <laughs> Sub Zero Fahrenheit or Sub Zero Celsius? Sub Zero Kelvin. Let's be real. Kelvin. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, it has to be Fahrenheit, right? No. No, it's probably Sub Zero Kelvin. I'm just thinking like American Fahrenheit. Oh, like originally? Yeah, like probably. Like it's like like yeah, I'm just like trying yeah, yeah. to like actually answer it. Um, yeah. I mean, it was probably Fahrenheit. I mean, the nice thing is at least all of these numbers are actually freezing, and it's not just like well, in this one unit, zero actually isn't freezing. Um, which yeah, I'm sure someone's gonna write in and be like, well, actually, there's this unit of measurement where zero is where things boil or whatever. Um, which you don't need to at me on Twitter about yeah. this. I don't care. <laughs> he really does. Yeah, please add um, him on Twitter. No, don't don't at me on Twitter about your metrics. <laughs> uh, Sub Zero is the coolest character in Mortal Kombat. What? Put me wrong. I mean, he checks all the boxes to make a cool character in Mortal Kombat. They have to be a ninja and they have to have the face mask. Yeah, that that's only like what twenty characters in Mortal Kombat. They're all the yep. coolest, but <laughs> except he is everyone literally loves the coolest. them. That's, I mean, my favorite is uh, there's, is there's two sub zeros, so it's even easier for him to be the correct answer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Linebeck writes in, I was wondering, what's the most ridiculous thing you've ever made a character slash vehicle creator that you can remember? Oh, you've ever made in a character slash vehicle creator. I mean, I routinely make terrible characters in character creators, so I don't know if I really have a proper answer to that. But at the same time, like, uh, in Phallocycle that I made in uh, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts is one of my favorite creations. Okay. It was okay. it was what literally was just like a long tube with one giant wheel and it had like a rocket engine and it flew and drove and it was the best, but it was also an absolute piece of garbage. And you said this was Nuts and Bolts? Yes. I just like to take a second and say that game is great. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Nuts, is. Nuts and Bolts is fun. It is, it is more fun than people give it credit for. That game came out the same day as Viva Pinata 2. They made two games at the same time that, and put them out on the really? same Really? I don't remember that being the case. Yeah. Yep. And they were both budget priced. Fun mm-hmm. fact for you. 
rare. Um, I like rarely spend any time with character creator stuff. Um, I like when character creators have just like a randomized button and I'll just go through that until I find something I like and then maybe tweak it a little bit. Um, but for the most part, like I am definitely one of those people, like when it comes to Lego where I like following the instructions and I don't just like make whatever I want. Mm. Um, I'm not just like a make your own fun kind of person. It's which is why like, you know, I bounce off things like sea of thieves and no man's sky. So I don't have a great answer for this. Gotcha. Uh, wrestling games, character creators. I remember, uh, okay. So in, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Mark Hamill plays a cartoon character in the Jay and Silent Bob movie that they're going to break up or whatever in Los Angeles. And his character is named Cockknocker with a giant fist or whatever, and he looks like a moron. We made Cockknocker in wrestling where every single button push was the low blow uh, move and we did <laughs> excellent, a four-player four match where we just kept uh, cock knocking each other over and over until everybody but one perished, and that oh was God, probably just, the most ridiculous. You just made me remember something that one of my friends did. Uh, my buddy Tom, he's an evil genius. He created Lousy Dan, which was a character in Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Where every move he had was, I think, the throw-up move from uh, Bo Raicho. So every button did that. So, like, that's all he could do. But then I found that ends up, like, they can't do that for your mid-air attacks. So he used his best character to fight me, and I beat him with Lousy Dan because you could jump kick instead of vomiting. <laughs> okay. So, never forget Lousy Dan. Nice. Uh, last... Last question oh. from J.S. Nee, Jizney. Uh, since I'm going there next weekend, is tipping a thing in Canada? Yes, it is. Yep. Yes. There you go. 100%. Uh, Do not tip 100%. Yeah, don't, I'm just don't saying he had 100% <laughs> correct answer. Okay. All three of us unified. Um if you want to send in questions next me next week, it is topdownrespective at gmail.com. At TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. What are your games of the week? Mm, Wargroove. I guess Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> she says so <laughs> sad. Uh, um, I'm going to give it to Wargroove as well. Uh, I, do we have housekeeping? Chroma Squad. Chroma Squad won the poll. Yes, Chroma Squad is the is the game for this month. We are we are we are playing it, or we're going to be playing it uh, and discussing it later this month. Uh, thanks to everyone who voted, and stay tuned for that. Um, that's the end of the show. That is goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> He's done.